Blog Talk Radio. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice in it. Because he kept us another day. Amen. You just tuned in to One Hour Power here on Block Talk Radio. I am your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you are here with us today, and we just thank God for you. We do hope and pray that you will continue to listen every Sunday. If you are a new listener, we want to welcome you. And we want to encourage you to become a follower of this ministry. You can do that by clicking on Block Talk Radio. You can also follow us there on our various social media platforms. Uh, you can follow me there on Facebook and Voice of Truth. You can follow me there on Facebook. You don't have to send me a friend request. All you have to do is just follow me there. Amen. We are so blessed to be alive. So what a blessing it is to know a man named Jesus. So we want to encourage you to become a follower and be a part of the VOT family. Amen. We want to encourage you to do that. We do hope and pray that everybody had a great day today. We also want to encourage you, if you need prayer, this time we will open up the prayer line. You can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. Don't be ashamed to uh, ask for prayer. Amen. Just press the one. Give your prayer request and your location, not your name, because Voice of Truth is a worldwide ministry, and people listen all over the world to this ministry, and we don't want you to put your business on Front Street. Amen. To God be all of the glory. At this time, if you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. I don't know about you, but I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. At this time, if you need prayer, you can press the one and I will bring you in for prayer. Amen. Amen. Because we usually do not stop in the middle of the service to to do any prayer requests because we open that up to you at the beginning of the service. Amen. So we want to encourage you, if you need prayer at this time, to press the one amen. Uh, If you have something that's very personal or whatever you can, uh, just message me, uh, direct message me there on Facebook. Amen. To God be all of the glory. I don't see anybody with their hand raised. But we're going to go ahead and do a general prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all praise. We give you all glory and honor. And we magnify your name. You are worthy, Lord, of all our praises, O God. We thank you, God, that you're able, an able God, and you're able to do all things but fail us. You never failed us yet, and you never will fail us. We thank you, God, for being a faithful God. We thank you, God, that you know everything that we need, and I pray, Father, that you will meet every need of every person under the sound of my voice. Oh, God, let them not lack for no good thing, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bless your people with peace and rest, oh God, in the name of Jesus. In the last times, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let them not be worried and let not their heart be troubled, oh God. Father God, we pray for those that have financial issues, problems in their marriage, problems with um, wavered children, uh, problems on the job, whatever problem that they have, I pray that they will give it to you and let it go. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Father God, that you will meet every need, oh, God, financially, every need, spiritually, oh, God, every need, mentally, oh, God, whatever that need is. And I I declare your word, oh, God, that they shall not die but live and declare the mighty works of God. Lord, we thank you that is done in Jesus' name. We give you all praise and all honor and all glory. And we call it done in Jesus' mighty name because he is so worthy, worthy, worthy 
of all of our praises. He is a God of great authority and great power, and we are to worship and praise his holy name. All the same and angels bow before your throne. All the elders cast their crown before the Lamb of God and sing, you're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve this glory. Hallelujah. He's worthy of it all. Amen. The message today will come from Philippians. Amen. Philippians, the second chapter. Amen. And the word of God reads, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy, and ye be like-minded, having the same love, being on one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife and vain glory. But in the lowness of mind, let every seem others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, though it not thought it not robbery to be equal with God, who being in the form, I'm going to read that again, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of the things in the heavens and the things in the earth and the things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. I'm going to stop reading right there, but I do want to encourage you in your own devotional time to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. The title of our message today is Doing the Right Thing. Doing the Right Thing. Here Paul is talking to the Philippians, and he was giving them a message of what Jesus did when he was upon the earth and in the flesh and who Jesus is. And he also gave us an example of how to be humble and to walk in humility in the church house and doing the work of ministry, he tells them how they need to serve and how they need to be a one mind 
and one spirit and be on one accord. Paul says in the word of God, and as Paul said it in today, the word of God is still truth. And it is a word that we need today as they needed it old church or the early church. Paul says we can have consolation in Christ. We can have that peace and rest in Christ. But if in love there ought to be comfort in love as we fellowship with one another and doing the right things in ministry and doing the right things within our communities and our family, there ought to be some comfort in love. And if there's no comfort in love, then there's something wrong with it. If there's no comfort and no peace in love because God called us to peace. But Paul goes on to tell us in verse number two that we ought to be like-minded. In other words, our minds ought to be like Christ. Prayer that we ought to pray is to ask God to transform our mind to the mind of Christ so that we can do the right thing and live the right way before Christ. Having that same kind of love that Christ had for the world. Having that same kind of love in all that we do for others, and especially those in the household of faith. Because the word of God tells us that when we are doing the right thing, we are loving one another in the household of faith. We don't have no respect to person because God never shows a respect a person to anybody, no matter how much money they have, no matter how much money they put into the, our ministries, no matter how much they give unto us, we are supposed to be Christ-like, and we're supposed to love all. We got to even love our enemies with the same love. We got to have the same love that Christ had, that pure love, that perfect love that casts out fear. It's not a love that has, as Paul said earlier in the scripture number, uh, verse number one, that love is supposed to be a comforting love, not a love of fear, not a love of abuse, but a love that is comforting, a love that is healing, a love that brings forth deliverance, a, a love that is pure from the heart. Paul says we got to be like mine. In other, in other words, we got to be like Christ with the same love and with the same mind, with the same spirit. We, we got to be on one accord in all things. And one of the things I believe that is going on today in the middle of the body of Christ and all around the world, we're not like-minded. We're not doing the things of Christ. We're doing our own thing, and we're doing it the way we want to do it. We're not doing the way Christ has given us an example here in the Word of God. And that's why Paul told the Philippians, this is how, in other words, this is how you do it. This is what we should be doing. This is what we ought to be doing in ministry. This is what we ought to be doing. And this, and when we're doing the work of ministry, this is what we ought to be doing. We ought to be doing the right thing and not the wrong thing. We ought not to be self-serving our own self in ministry. We ought not to be self-centered in ministry. And whatever we're doing in the in the church, we, it ought not to be all about us and our soul and no more. We got to have the same love that Christ had for the world. We got to have that same love, and we got to be on one accord and one mind. A lot of the ministries today and church houses are divided among itself because we're not of the same mind. We got our mind on everything else and everything of the world. We don't have our mind on Christ. We got to have one mind of Christ. And we're supposed to already 
of his spirit. We must be born again of his spirit. And to be one accord on everything. I can't be doing my own thing over here and somebody else on the other side doing their own thing. We got a discord and we got division. That's why we can't grow. Because we're not on one accord. When we do anything for God, we have to be on one accord and on one mind. We can't be separate. We can't be separate. If it's two different things we are doing in the work of ministry or whatever, whether it's in our relationship, whether it's in our marriages, whatever we're doing, we are divided. We are not as one. We must be as one. We must unite, and I pray that God will unite the body of Christ because we're separated in so many different ways by denominations, about whether a woman can preach or not in ministry. We're divided by uh, religious religious practices. We, we're divided in so many ways. We are not on one accord. We're divided just trying to divide, build bigger churches. We're just divided. We must be a, a one. We got to be united as one because that's where the power comes when we are as one and on one accord doing the same thing. Why are we trying to do our own thing? Can we do it like Christ? Can we be like Christ and stop trying to be like everybody of the world? We are in this world, but we're not of this world. And we're supposed to do the things Christ did in his ministry and in his day upon the earth. We've got to get it right because we're falling short. we got to get it right. we got to realize that it's not all about us. Because a lot of times when we do our own thing and we, when we're doing our own thing, we are doing what's best for us, our own self-interest, our own needs, our own want. We are being self-centered, but we can't be self-centered. We got to do the right thing and do it the way Christ did it. He did it with the same love for all mankind. We got to love all people. We ain't got to like the way, and we ain't got to like the things that they do, but we got to love them. So we got to get it right. And as Paul talks to them, he goes on to tell us, let nothing be done through strife. In other words, we're doing stuff. We're hating those in the body of Christ. We're not loving our sisters and brothers in Christ. We think we're better than others in the body of Christ. We're throwing strife, opposition. We have discord in the work of ministry and division in our homes. In every area of our life, we got all this strife and vain glory. It's all about ourselves. The Bible said, let nothing be done through strife of vain glory, but in the lowness of the mind, let every, let each esteem others better than ourselves. Now, if we're going to do the right thing, and we're going to do the right thing before Christ, we can't think we better than somebody else. Think that we're a bag of chips and all that. Only Christ was all that in a bag of chips. Got to get it right. He said, this is what Paul said, now let nothing be done through strife. Now, we know we're doing some strifling things. That's why we got opposition. That's why we got quarreling. That's why we don't talk to one another in the body of Christ. That's why we're not living the way we're supposed to live, because we're doing this stuff and we're doing it for our own personal gain. We got to get it right. He said, don't do none of those things. Just do the right thing. He said, but be in the loneliness of mind. In other words, I got to be humble. As elder was saying, I'm going to have to humble myself down and get anchored in Jesus. We're going to have to humble ourselves down and get anchored in Jesus in these last and evil days. And we're going to have to stay on Highway 66, as she said. we got to stay on Highway 66, and we're going to have to humble ourselves down, and we're going to have to get our minds like Christ, that we may do the work and do the right thing. 
how can we do the right thing if we're not not reading the word? If we're not we we've got so focused. We all our focus. We ain't keeping our eyes on Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith. We're keeping our eyes on everything else. We're going to have to humble ourselves down as Jesus humbled himself down. Jesus was humble. He had compassion and love for all. We got to get it right. We got to humble ourselves down and get it right and be obedient as Christ was, doing the right thing, serving. Jesus was a servant. Nobody wants to be a servant today. Everybody want to be all that in a bag of chips. But we got to get it right. We got to humble ourselves down and get anchored in Jesus so that we can do the right thing. It's other people's life dependent and salvation is dependent on us doing the right thing. Doing our own things and doing things our way is not the way of Christ. This chapter is an example of how to be humble, how to walk in humility, how to walk in a way that pleases God. We're so busy trying to please man, but we ain't trying to please God. Then Paul says to us, he said, look not every man on his own thing. In other words, I'm doing my own thing. We're doing our own thing. We ain't doing the things of Christ. We ain't doing the right thing. And our lifestyle shows that we're not doing the right thing. And it profits us nothing to gain the whole world and lose our souls. It profits us nothing when we're doing our own thing. We got to get it right. We got to do the right thing if nobody else is doing the right thing in the ministry, in our families, how we treat treat your wife, how you treat your husband, how you treat your family, how you take care of your family, doing the right thing, how you treat others, how you see others. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. But Paul said, look, not every man of his own thing. In other words, don't look at your thing, what you want to do. Your thing is more important than somebody else's thing. He said, go on to tell us, he says, um, be every man also on the things of others. In other words, I need to do some things, the right things to help others. I need to do the right thing to help those in the body of Christ that are going through. We need to do the right thing. Are we doing the right thing? What you doing? Why can't we do what God told us to do? We promised that we were going to do it if he just brought us out of whatever we were going through. But we ain't trying to keep the promise. We ain't doing the right thing. We got to do the right thing. And we got to get it right. And stop doing our own thing and do what the word tells us to do. We want to do our own thing. We're not doing the things of God. We're not doing the way he told us to do. We're doing it the way we we don't care. We don't became worldly. We have become self seekers. We have become people who are chasing after money. Are we doing the right thing? Are we doing the right thing? Because we have got to do the right thing. Doing the right thing is I got to do it the way Christ did it upon the earth. He left us an example of how we need to do it and to do it in the right way and to do the right thing. That's why he said, let not every man of his own thing, but every man also on the things of others, taking care of especially those in the household of faith. He said, let this mind, I'm on verse 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What Paul said to the Philippians, he said, let this mind be in you. Christ mind. 
which was also in Christ Jesus. We have to have the mind of Christ to do the right thing. Our mind got to be transformed. We got to have his spirit. And we got to live according to the word of God. Because he will transform our mind. And we need the Holy Spirit so we can do the right thing. If we ain't got the Holy Spirit, we can't do right. We can't love nobody in our own flesh either. To love them with the same love of the Holy Spirit. We got to love with the Spirit of God's love. That same love. That brings comfort. That same love that brings peace. We have to have the mind of Christ to do the work. And we must hold the, have the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit helps us to do right. The Holy Spirit helps us to do the right things. The Holy Spirit is what convicts us of our wrong. The, the Holy Spirit will keep us on Highway 66. It's the Holy Spirit. And we need the Holy Spirit because if we don't have the Holy Spirit, we ain't got the mind of Christ. How can we have it without a spirit? We must be born again. And the Bible says on in verse number six, he said, who being in the form of God? Now, the Bible just told us, Paul just said unto us who Jesus is. He said unto us, who being in the form of God? Jesus was God in the flesh. Though thought, what I say, let's go back. Okay, let's go back. See, who been in the form of God thought it was not robbery to be equal with God? Jesus was God in the flesh. That's why the word tells, and he dwelled among us. He was born through the Virgin Mary. He was in the flesh. Jesus is Lord. Is the Lord, and he was God in the flesh. He came down from heaven just to be a servant, to show us how to do the right thing. And he did it without sin. But he became seen that we might have eternal life. Got to get it right. To do the right thing, we need to know who he, who he is. Paul just told us he was. He told us, he said, he was in the form of God. He was God himself. That's why when Jesus spoke to the disciples, he told him, he said, you may not have been with you all this time, and you don't know me. You know, today, you know, God's spirit is among us in his people. We have to know his spirit. Jesus came to save the world. He was God. In the flesh, they made him a body. The Holy Spirit gave him a body. Lord, I thank you. Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you. Made him a body. Hey, God, 42 generations. Not for his sin, but for our sin. So who Jesus is? I just gave it to you out the word of God. He's God. He was God in the flesh. And he didn't think it was robbing to be equal. He didn't think it was robbing for him to come down from heaven and to come into this sinful world, on the sins of the world. What a mighty God we see. Then he goes on to say, Paul says in verse 7, but made himself a no reputation. Now, many of us today, we're trying to make reputation. We're trying to make names for ourselves. Can we just let God build our ministry? I think he can build it. 
Don't you think he can build it? I do believe that he can build your ministry. Jesus didn't make a reputation for himself. He did the right thing. He did the work. He went about doing the work of ministry. He walked everywhere he went. He was outside of the church walls. He had women following him in the ministry. Women were serving him in the ministry. Men were uh, that he called. They were doing the work of ministry. They were doing the work of ministry. We got to get it right. And we got to do the right thing. And we got to do the right things to all people. When we're doing the work of ministry, we can't look down on the people. We don't know how they got there. But we got to get it right. And we got to get it right and do the right things. And we got to do as Christ did. You see, Christ didn't make no reputation for himself. He wasn't trying to make a big name for himself. Many of us are trying to make big names for ourselves. He they say he made no reputation for himself. And even when they tried to make him a king, Jesus would not let him do it. He just would not let him do it. He was so obedient unto the will of God, even unto death. He was obedient, and we have to be obedient. Doing the right things means that I got to be obedient, first of all, to the will of God. I can't have a will of my own. I can't have a will of my own. Because if I have my own will, guess what I'm doing? I'm doing my own thing. When I got my own will, my own agenda, my own self-interest, I'm doing my own thing instead of doing the right thing. And that's how a lot of times we get caught up because we're doing our own thing. We got to have that genuine love as Christ had to don't want no reputation. Maybe nobody don't know your name. You keep doing the right thing. And let God elevate you to the next level. You do the work and you do it according to the word so you make sure that you're doing the right thing. We don't want to be like the hypocrites. We want to do the right thing according to the word. You don't have to make a reputation for yourself. That's why the Bible says, let others speak good of you. You don't have to do it yourself. Let them do it. And then you need to give God the glory when people speak well of you and your work of your ministry. Your lifestyle, how you live, when people speak well about you. Got to get it right, y'all. We got to get it right. We got to do the right thing. Then it's, um, uh, I'm still at seven. When he said, but made, him, made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. And that's the thing that we must do today. We need to take on the form of a servant. And that's why Jesus had said in the word in Luke 22 and 27, he said, I am among you as he that serves. In other words, he made himself a servant even though he was God in the flesh. He was serving the people. He was bringing forth healing, deliverance in the life of the people through the work of the, his ministry while he was upon the earth in the flesh. So we got to get we got to get it right. We got to do the right things. And in order for us to do the right things, we got to follow his instruction. We got to follow his example that he has given us all throughout the word of God so that we can do the right thing and we get it right and stop trying to please man. We can't be trying to please man. We got to please him. And we have to be as he was, a servant of God. We got to get it right. We have to realize that Jesus Christ is still the head of the church, not man, but Christ is the head of the church. 
He's the head of all the body of Christ. He is the head. Man is not the head of the church. Christ is. Christ is. So we got to get it right. We cannot be religious, but relational. And all our things, we're going to do it right now. We got to get away from religious ways. But the Bible says he took upon himself the form of a servant. How many of us want to serve today? Is we serving or we self-serving? In other words, are we serving our own selves, our four and no more? Are we serving just to get what we can out of ministry? Are we serving just to make money? What what, are we doing? Are we doing the right thing? Are we doing it like Christ would do it? Some say they do it the way Christ does. I want want to know. Can somebody help me with it? What's I need to know? What we doing? Are we doing the right thing? Are we doing the right thing? Are we being a servant? Or do we want everybody to serve us? Are we taking God's reverence? Are we doing that? If we are, we need to stop it. But it said he took on the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. In other words, Christ Jesus, form of a man, he was God in the flesh. He took on the likeness of man. In other words, he was just like us. He had flesh and he had bones. He had a spirit. We have a spirit. Our spirit is housed in a body. So he had the likeness of men. That means he looked like, you know, a man. And he went through the things that we go through in this life. He went through all of that. But yet he did not sin. And the Bible says in verse 8, and it said, being found in the fashion as a man, in other words, in the flesh, he humbled himself. Are we humble? Are we trying to lay down our religion? <laughs> well, Lord, help us, Jesus. Help us not to lay down our religion. Because we'll lay down our religion. Well, they said back in the day, you better be glad that I'm saved because if I don't lay down my religion, we got to be humble. We got to be humble when people rise up against us. We still got to do the right thing. Don't cuss them out. Don't roll your eyes at them. Don't give them the evil eye. Don't do that okay. <laughs> we gotta you don't want to <laughs> you might want to, but Lord, don't let her do it, don't let her do it, Lord, don't let her do it. We got to be like Christ. And we got to do the right thing if nobody else is doing the right thing. We got to live a righteous life. If nobody living a righteous life, we gotta do the right thing. We got to live holy if nobody else is doing the right thing. We got to stay on Highway 66. If nobody else is on Highway 66, and that means in the Word of God, in the 66 books of the Bible, we got to stay on. We got to stay on this road map. Got to get it right. We got to do it right. In order for us to get it right, we got to read the Word so we can do right. And we got to have his fear. If we don't have his do right fear, we ain't going to do right. We got to get it right. And we got to humble ourselves. We got to humble ourselves down. And we're going to have to get anchored in Jesus in the last and evil days. We got to get it right. And he said we got to, and Paul said, and become obedient unto death. Now, Christ was obedient unto death. In other words, he took on the sin of man. He he came in the flesh as God to die for our sin that we might have eternal life. He was doing all things for us, not for himself, 
but he did all things, and he did the right things for us by his obedience and his will to do what God had chosen and called him to do. He humbled himself and anchored himself down to do the will of God. He was humble even unto death. That's what Paul says in the word, whether I live or die. In other words, I'm going to be with Jesus. Whether we live or die, we're going to be with Jesus. Yeah, we're going to be with Jesus. He was so obedient unto God. Are we doing the right thing that we are obedient unto God? I know it gets hard. It's hard to do the work of ministry when you're doing it for real. When you are doing the right things and you're living for Jesus, people will come at you. The devil and Satan will help us. They'll come at you every day. Every time you look up, you'll see what I'm looking at you because they're trying to stop you from doing what God had called you to do. They want you to not do the right thing. We got to do the right thing no matter if nobody is doing the right thing. We cannot. We cannot do our own thing. We can't do our own thing. We got to do it like Christ did it when he was upon the earth. We ought to be the reflection of Christ upon the earth. We ought to be his light upon the earth. We ought not to be walking in darkness, talking about I'm a leader in the kingdom of God. And we're walking in darkness to be um, obedient unto God unto death. We ought to be obedient unto God unto death. Until we get up out of here, we got to be obedient to his will and his way. We got to follow his way, not follow the way of the world. We got to be obedient unto death. That means I, the moment that I say yes, I'm going to do the right thing. Oh, yeah, we're going to fall short or we glory. He knows that. That's why we need to repent. But we got to follow the ways of Christ and how he did, how he lived his life, how he did the work of ministry, how he served others as a servant. We don't want to serve nobody but ourselves. We're not obedient unto God, unto our to death. We just want to do what we want to do, how we want to do it, when we want to do it, and we never keep the promise that we give unto God. Especially when he has given us and he increased us, whatever he increased us in. We forget about the promise. We don't want to do the right thing. We are supposed to be obedient to the will of God until death, until we get up out of this world. We got to be obedient. Unto him, as Jesus, well, we have got to do the right thing and be Christ-like and Christ-minded. We got to be on one accord and unified, as he was, even to the death of the cross. And he went through some things. He went through some stuff for us that we could have eternal life. He had the crown of thorns. His flesh was pulled from the bone by the canonine tail, had 39 strikes. He would nail his hand and feet to the cross. He was pierced in the side. He was spit upon. His beard was pulled off in his face. His blood, his precious blood was everywhere. He was trying to carry the cross. He was carrying that cross to Calvary. He was obedient unto God, even unto death. And we must be obedient unto God. No matter what come our way, we still got to be obedient unto God. 
and we got to still do the right thing. We can't do our own thing, but we got to do the things of God and do it decent in order because he's a God of order. He's not a God of confusion. So we got to get it right, and we got to pick up our cross daily, and we got to crucify our flesh that we can do the right thing before God and do the right thing to bring honor and glory unto his name. We got to do the right thing. And we got to do it unto death. We got to do it. And we got to serve not only ourselves, but we got to serve others. That's what Jesus came. He came to serve us. That's why he said, I I was a servant among you. And he was God in the flesh, but you didn't hear him go around and say, I'm God. Oh, I'm this. I'm a prophet. I'm a pastor. I'm an evangelist. You're supposed to serve me. Mm-mm. The word said he served. He did the right thing. He was God in the flesh. And a lot of them were looking for Jesus to come, but they didn't look for him to come that way, and they missed him. I wonder how many of us are missing him right today. We've got to get it right. We have to be obedient to the will of God even unto death. We ought to serve and not just for people to serve us. We have to serve God. We have to serve God for our own self. We got to get it right. And we got to be as Christ was upon the earth. And we must do the right thing. We have got to be doing the right thing. We can't go to God and say, well, Lord, I did this. And Lord, I did that. But was it the right thing? Did you do it your own way? You don't say now. You don't want to say that he don't know you now. Got to get it right. Let's get it right because it's time to get it right. We've been playing too long, and we've been playing in the church too long. And we've been, as they said, skipping and dipping and creeping too long. We got to get our life right. And we got to do the right things before God. We got to get it right. We don't want to get caught with our work undone, doing the wrong thing. We got to get it right. We got to get back to the things of Christ. And we got to do it the way he has ordained for it to be done. We cannot do it our own way. We cannot do it in our own time. We got to help those in the body of Christ. He said, love those, especially those in the household of faith. Love our brothers and our sisters in Christ, the Lord. We say we love God, but do we really love God? Do we love him enough to do the right thing to all men? Do we love him enough to follow his instruction? Do we love him enough to do the right thing towards those in the body of Christ? Are we doing the right thing for real? What are we doing? What are we doing, y'all? Are we doing the right thing or are we doing our own thing? Some say, well, I don't do it that way. Well, we need to do it the world way. We're doing it the, we're doing it the world way, but we need to do it Christ's way. We're following the way of the world. The world said, this is how you do it. That ain't what the word say. Come back to the word of God. Let's get it right. Because we don't want to, we don't want to bring strife in the church. We don't want to bring discord. We don't want to bring opposition, quarreling. People can't get along in the church house. People can't get along in the families. Splits, division, all kind of stuff. We got to get it right. We got to do the right thing, and we got to do it according to the word of God. We got to be like Christ. 
We got to be like Christ and do what he says for us to do. Then he said, wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name above every name. There's something about the name of Jesus. There's just something about his name. There's power and authority in his name. We're going to do the right thing. Guess what we're going to use? We're going to use the name of Jesus. His name is above all things. And I know today they want to uh, strike Jesus' name from everything. They don't want you to say the name of Jesus. You can say in a little G, God, ain't nobody going to say nothing. But you say the name of Jesus, they got a problem with it. We got to do the right thing, say Jesus because we are followers of Jesus Christ, the Lord. We got to say Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Want to make devil mad? Say Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's something about that name. There's something about that name of Jesus that made the devil tremble. It saying that at the name of Jesus. What did it say? At the name of who? the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Of the things in the heaven and the things in the earth and the things under the earth and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God our Father. We have got to trust in the Lord. We must be true servants of God. We can't have our own self-interest. We cannot be self-centered, self-serving believers. We just cannot do that. We are to be living and acting and behaving like Christ and not like the world. We got to be like Jesus Christ in all that we do, knowing that he is soon to return. We need to have the mind of Christ, the attitude of Christ. We need to live as Christ lived upon this earth. We got to give of ourselves as Christ has given of himself for all. And he shows no respect of person. We got to love with the same love. As Jesus did, we got to give of ourselves as he gave of himself out of love. That's the word said, beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. We got to get it right. We must live humble, a humble life that pleases God and not man. And we are to be like Jesus, performing God's will upon this earth. And love those in the household of faith and work together with those that God has ordained for you to do your work in ministry. Have no respect of person in it. Love them all in the work of ministry. You got to get it right. You got to do it as Jesus did. We got to do as he did. We cannot conform ourselves to the ways of the world that are not of God. But we need to be ye transformed, our mind to the mind of Christ, being on one accord and one mind, and we all should be of one spirit and doing the thing the right way in the sight of God. Doing the right things for to for God for His glory and not for ourselves. Doing the right thing in the work of ministry, doing the right thing in our families, doing the right thing out and about, doing the right thing that reflects. Christ, flex who he is and his light because we are the only Jesus that they're going to see. And that don't mean that we are Jesus, but we have his spirit. And so we got to get it right and do the right thing. Don't think we're better than anybody else. 
Don't do our own thing, but do things for others. Be humble, be kind, be loving. Serve with that same love on one accord of one mind. Be like-minded as Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. To God be the glory, doing the right thing and not doing our own thing. Some of us want to do our own thing. Amen. At this time, I want to do the invitation. And I just want to say, you know, Jesus came that all might be saved, healed, delivered, and set free. And he gave us the instructions in the word of God in the 66 books of this Bible, how we ought to live our life. And Paul, as he talked to the Philippians, he was telling them those things. So we want to do the right things that people will want to be a part of the body of Christ. You know, I heard years ago, and I'm going to give a testimony to this person, and I was talking to him about salvation. And the question that to me is, why would they want to come to the church when the people in the church ain't doing the right thing? The people in the church are doing everything out within the community, you know, committing all kind of sins. So people are not wanting to come because would they see uh, us, doing the wrong thing. We got to get it right so that people will come to Christ. And our lifestyle, how we live, and all of those things affect those around us, those that are in our harvest field as leaders. We got to do the right thing. We can't do our own thing, but we got to do the right thing. If you are not saved, if you're a church girl, you're backslidden, into the world that said a prayer, Lord, save me. I believe that you lived, died, and rose again. I believe that you died just for me, for my sins, that I might be forgiven, that I may have eternal life. I believe that you shed your blood. I believe that you are God in the flesh. Come and be my Lord and Savior pen of my sins with a godless sorrow. I confess my sins with a godless sorrow, and I turn from them. And repentance means it's just to turn your life around and live a new life in Christ Jesus. If you said that prayer, in Jesus' name, if you said that prayer, and you honestly do repent, we do believe that you are saved. And I want to encourage you to hit, hit me up on Facebook, uh, Elaine Jackson, or hit any of the team members up on Facebook uh, if you have given your life to Christ today. We want to discipleship you. We want to encourage you to uh, begin uh, your journey with Christ by reading the Word of God daily, starting in the four Gospels. Amen. And if you need a, uh, another translation, I would suggest the New Living Translation. Amen. Uh, and we do hope and pray that you tune in to the uh, Our Power here on Block Talk Radio. You get two hours on Sunday. The first one, probably Martha Williams from 5 to 6, Voice of Truth from 6.30 to 7.30. On Tuesday night, we have my leader, Pastor Joseph, Apostle Prophet Yvonne Ralph, 9 o'clock p.m., one word from the Lord. Wednesday, Faith Come by Hearing Ministry with Elder Evangel Bertha Askews at 7.30 p.m. Central Eastern Standard Time. So we want to encourage you to get connected to these ministries. I know that these ministries have been a blessing to you. I want to encourage you to make them your church home. You can become a partner for an offering of $25 or more. You can hit us up, any of the team, and we will tell mm-hmm. you how to do that. Amen. To God be all the glory. If you have not purchased my ebook, The Heart Reflection, and I found it in me, I want to encourage you to do that at Amazon.com for two ninety nine and you will get a free candle with that purchase. Amen. We're gonna get ready to get up out of here. Now for the benediction. Amen. To God be all of the glory. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God I say you be glory, majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. You be blessed. Be safe. Enjoy your week. We pray that God will prosper you in a mighty way. In the name of Jesus, 
Let nobody steal your joy. Choose happiness and joy and have that same love that Christ had and do the right thing. We'll meet you here next week at the same place. At the same time, here on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God loves you, and there are things you can do about it. Be blessed.